Hey everyone, welcome back to Anthem the Game podcast. We are the Potato Heads, Brandon, Kendall, and Jared. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, our handle is at Potato Head News, and our email is info at the Potato Heads.com. So this is episode five. Is that right, Jared? Not <laughs> not four point five? Uh, <laughs> yes. Now I've lost track. Yes, I think it's five. We're good. Okay. We're gonna go with five. Okay, we're, we're gonna, gonna go with five. With five. So welcome to uh, episode five. Um, so what we want to do in this episode is uh, first we want to talk about all the latest updates and news, and then uh, in the ne- in the second part we want to talk about uh, kind of what we're looking forward to with Anthem as far as maybe competition with other games. So we'll go to that in a minute. So let's start with updates and news. So. This week, um, I noticed that on Mike Gamble's Twitter feed and all of the other Anthem guys, they're all having to go through a bunch of questions, some of them that have already been asked and answered. Um, let's see, the first one they go through a lot is microtransactions. So why do you guys think they have to keep doing this? I mean, haven't they already talked about this a ton? Um. You know, it could be that more people are hearing about the game, um, and maybe that's their first concern, but I I don't know why it keeps popping up, but they keep answering it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I mean, uh, this week, uh, I think they released the, the official launch trailer, and it's the first time, honestly, I've seen any marketing like major marketing it's on tv now it's it's on the internet i mm-hmm. mean i've seen yeah. twitter pictures of people yeah, in new york pop up. it's actually being marketed which i think uh because of that it's now a lot more people are seeking information on it and it, it tends to be a repeat of the information they've already handed out but they're new so yeah and i think when people see the two letters ea together they automatically like check to make sure their wallet's still in their pocket (laughs) (laughs) so the first the first thing they do they like walk by gamestop and they're like ea oh okay i I still got my debit card no but (laughs) i think i mean ea has just built such a reputation on microtransactions um Mm -hmm. that i i think this is an this is something they're gonna have to be answering over and over again until they get over that for a that long little time. hump that they're in, then yeah, I'd say that that's just a concern everybody has. Yeah, yeah. Uh, microtransactions. No matter which company, in the last year, uh, all game developers and major game companies are gonna have to review these policies anytime there's a game. They need to do microtransactions uh, correctly. I don't think microtransactions are ever going away anymore. Uh, but they need to be managed correctly because it, it'll it'll go back in their faces. It, yeah. It's just how yeah. it is now. Ever since ever since Battlefront Two, uh, that like shook the whole industry, and I think it's a good thing. I mean, um, Anthem's been really transparent about it, and the answer. One thing I like too is the answer about microtransactions has always been the same. 
every single time somebody asks. And what's even more surprising is they're actually still answering it. Like, yeah, yeah, they're they're uh, they're not being rude about it. They're just answering it as though it's the first time they've got the question. Yeah, like welcome to the party, but no, it will not be paid. <laughs> right. I I think I saw a tweet where uh, Ben Irving or Mike Gamble was actually saying, "Hey, we need to get up a frequently asked questions page for all of these things." And it's going to be one question. Yeah. It's going to be microtransactions. <laughs> Are there microtransactions? One question. <laughs> yeah. it, it will be. Just watch. Oh, geez. Okay. So uh, let's see. Moving on. What do we have next? Okay. So the next thing that I noticed between the last episode and this episode was um, they've been really pushing to detail end game. And I noticed that it hasn't changed. Um, I mean, we've we've all pretty much known it's going to be missions, strongholds, other events, cataclysms, storms, whatever they're called. Um, but I, I did notice this week that they released a trailer for it. They put it all over social media. Uh, they actually sent out a mass email uh, that talked about endgame content. Um, so... Uh, again why why are they pushing the issue like is it really that big a concern and and why do you guys i mean what do you think why are well, they pushing I, endgame i think they they need to because there's been a lot of games that have come out before anthem that have kind of set a precedent of uh end game culture you know you you cough, progress cough. you level you power up and then you enter the long term you know and and i think Anthem is a completely different game. It's a new game, in my opinion, from my experience. And I think they're battling the same uh, just common misconceptions <coughs> that have entered the industry. And Anthem, yes, it looks similar to other games, but people get so caught up on a structured, uh, solid end game that has to be final at launch. And... And I think they're just trying to break that down and say, look, Anthem's going to be a different style of endgame that you probably haven't done before. Um, ever changing, ever growing. <clears throat> but yeah, it's, I, I don't I think people are nervous about it. Um, yeah. I think they're having way more Destiny players come in than they thought they would. And the Destiny players are coming in like, like crawling away from the long grind of destiny two. I know three of them right here. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and, and so I think that they're, they're kind of being forced to address this because they're worried that they're going to have to get into this massive long grind cycle after the main game's over. And so it's kind of forcing Bioware to have to have to address that. Um, yeah. Which is good. Yeah. I mean, they released the roadmap, but it was kind of vague. Um, I, I don't know. Do you guys think it was too vague, or do you think that's like on they're making it vague on purpose? Um, honestly, I think that it's it's kind of a on purpose thing. Um, they don't want to give out all the details as much as they are super transparent compared to other um, gaming industries. Uh, they, they don't want to give out all of the information. So, yeah, I, I agree that it is vague, but at the same point, um, 
they give you just enough to to hope for something greater in yeah, my opinion there it, it feels like they're trying to do a balancing <clears throat> act between uh this is what our plans are without giving you the details of it because we don't want to ruin anything we don't want to we want you to experience the story who knows that maybe the as we go through anthem getting to know the culture or the people in fort tarsus and all that develops a connection with the next story and they don't want to give too much away that can uh, take away from our experience on this initial release that makes sense i never thought of that before that makes sense. If they reveal too much, then it might spoil the story for other people. Hmm. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. Um, okay, so it looks like uh, just going through the the uh, the different acts of the roadmap. So uh, it looks like March starts Act 1, um, and then there are three updates. Um, update 1 is the Evolving World, Update 2, Stronger Together, and Update 3 is the Cataclysms. So, um, what, what does all this mean? I mean, so the evolving world, is that like the, uh, the, the events that they're going to do every day or uh, like, uh, what does that mean? Uh, honestly, again, going back, I mean, it is, it is pretty vague, but, um, to throw out maybe some suggestions, um, Maybe the evolving world is that they're going to add to it, or maybe they're going to update certain parts to unlock areas. Um, you know, it's all speculation at this point, but um, it, it, anything could happen, honestly. Yeah, so, March March is uh, not too long after launch, but it also does seem like a logical time where most players, whether casual or um, you know, hardcore will be reaching that 30, you know, that level 30 or that higher gear grind at that point. And it seems just like a natural evolution of Anthem to now introduce more of this either end game stuff or uh, adventures and just activities for the higher leveled people. Right. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, I just don't want, I mean, me personally, coming from Destiny, I just, for one, I don't want to be bored, but at the same time, I don't want to have too high of expectations because, like, <laughs> that I mean, could be deadly. <laughs> yes, seriously, because, like, in Destiny, an, an update comes out and everybody just burns it down. Yeah, and yes. then like a week later they're like oh my gosh i can't believe that I've already where's the end this. game <laughs> yeah but it's like dude you you played 60 hours last week and now and now we're like the next monday and you're like i can't believe i already got through this it's like right what, what were so, you expecting it was a, it's like a game in itself to see how fast you can burn through it but then but then they blame the game developers saying there's no content Right. Because it's already over. And it's like, well, you could have just played it casually like we did. I mean, yes, it, it, it was fun. And um, the content. You want to keep I mean, playing it. Yeah. But then but... it transitioned into what we have now, which is everything is a grind to prevent you from burning through it. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So, so... it'll be interesting to see how they manage it. I. 
you know, I it seems like they're learning from past games mistakes um and and managing it well. I think players are learning from past game mistakes too. Right. Like, hey, maybe I maybe I shouldn't play 15 hours a day for 10 days straight because <laughs> then I'll have nothing to do and right. that's not exactly the, the developer's fault, but um yep. it seems like these things are pretty cool though. Uh like the cataclysm, they described it as aspirational meaningful and challenging um i mean whatever that is it sounds cool (laughs) whatever that entails or means (laughs) yeah Yeah. so i mean i want to aspire to something you know i could just see us like getting into the cataclysm whatever it is and we're like this is aspirational meaningful and challenging <laughs> all, all of it you. in Thank one you. emotion excellent Thank you. <laughs> well honestly like the word cataclysm just it just is super impactful so it's like it needs to be something huge and meaningful you know like i think i think that that's what they're aiming for so hey if you've ever seen me order fast food it's a cataclysm in its own <laughs> so it's the definition of large scale and violent in the natural world many so. things that do not belong together but yet are great together oh, your fast goodness. food is large scale and violent uh might be time to evaluate some um <clears throat> life choices oh, <laughs> oh, uh, i think okay. we've reached the end of that one <laughs> okay so the next one is uh mike gamble tweets and it's basically eight tips for starting the game since the game does come out uh, really soon. And we're going to have Jared read these because he's got the sexy voice. So, Jared. <laughs> how, how, how you doing? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, so go I'll, go, I'll go through these uh, eight things, these uh, eight tweets that, that Mike Gamble put out there. Um, and then maybe we'll discuss them a little bit more, but, uh, when I was reading through them, I just thought that they were really good advice for any player who wants to play Anthem, uh, in just in general, they're not, they're not anything too deep. They're not too light. It's just good common sense stuff that we we may not have thought about. So, um, all right. One, he says to try to avoid spoiling the story for anyone. If you care about story, be careful watching streams. That's a given. Yeah, I mean, if you don't happen. want to mess up your your thing, you know, just just keep it to yourself. You know, I guess blindfold <laughs> blindfold yourself and put yeah, your right. earphones. <clears throat> <in>. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be watching all of them. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, number two, in between missions, talk to the people in Tarsus. They have stories to tell, and I'm proud of the awesome characters the team have written. Many of them hilarious and offer great insight into the world. Uh, number three, we give you a bunch of coin in the beginning. I recommend playing a few hours to see what javelin and look you want. The customization system is deep. In other words, don't blow it all in five minutes. Number four, use the alliance system. It's awesome. You'll get good coin from it. Number five, if you like a challenge, play on hard. The loot is better, and the missions are better, or beefier. Just don't be surprised if you get your butt handed to you until you're good. 
six, seriously though, use the alliance system. Seven, start out by being aware of the daily and weekly challenges. They are awesome and valuable. And then number eight, reinforce people and use quick play. A friend in need is a friend indeed. <clears throat> okay, right. so a couple of these that stuck out to me. Uh, let's see. So talk to people in Tarsus. So um, in so Destiny, okay, we've talked about Destiny a lot. But in Destiny, whenever a new update would come out, or even when Destiny 2 first dropped, how many people did we know that blazed through the story ignored all of the dialogue because they wanted Skipped to get to the all the content game. yeah yeah so they would just they would blaze through it as fast as they could because they're like i want to get to that raid um and i could see people that have tasted the stronghold that they're like i want to get to strongholds way bad and they just skip over it and um and so i guess what he's saying is uh stop take a breath enjoy the story and don't murder the game just to get to end game content so <laughs> right. that you can complain a week later that you have nothing to do. So yeah. no, yeah. I, I agree with that too, because in the demo, um, it was interesting. I started noticing like little chat bubbles up on my compass and I'd be like, Oh, someone wants to talk to me and I go talk to someone and then find out that it starts building into this relationship or story. And it got to the point where I would literally check my compass every time I loaded into the demo because sometimes yeah. I would be able to talk with someone and some of the stuff that I would talk to them about, I wouldn't, I like, I recognized what they were talking about because I was, I did a free play and I did the same world event. Mm -hmm. And so it was actually really interesting. The connections they, they drew. If you just take a little time and talk to the NPCs. Yeah. Yeah, plus it, it like emotionally connects you to the game. Um, yeah, it, it draws it, you into the characters for sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's see. They're really pushing the alliance system, obviously. I think they're trying to build that cohesive nature that lo some looter shooters have and some don't. Um, you know, trying to get you to get to know other players to make the game more meaningful. Um and then well and it should see. be it should be more rewarding if you play with others whether on random matchmaking or with a with your group um your xp is shared so you should level faster but then obviously it says that you'll gain coin faster by playing with others so yeah. and coin by the way that, i mean guess the brings up another one there that they're going to give us a bunch of coin at the beginning i had never heard that yeah, that's that's super cool. That's awesome that that they're willing to do that for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I think that too shows their commitment to, uh, not putting so much emphasis on microtransactions, at least hopefully. But um, well, and and to me, like it, it, like honestly, it makes me think that the devs are super excited about the game. They just can't wait for everybody to get their hands on it and to have at least some sort of way to customize their javelin so they're willing to give you a little inkling of of that by giving you some coin so i think that's awesome yeah one thing they talked about and this isn't exactly off the list at least i don't think it is is the weekly and daily contracts and activities and 
that leads me to believe that there's going to be some sort of reset. Um, whether that be like specific to the contract and the daily or whether it be a full weekly reset, like a destiny reset. Um, but either way, there'll be a reset, right. which, which means that you, you'll have to wait to do more things, which will extend life, uh, the life of the game. Yeah. yeah. And, and the contracts should be rewarding as you continue to progress, which is nice. So keep track of them. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be interesting to see, uh, how it goes. I mean, there's so many things, uh, I'm interested to see how the launch goes. I'm interested to see what what PC players and Sylvia will play first, and Origin players on Xbox, uh, what they think of the game. Um, right. And I'm wondering how fast uh, you'll go through uh, the the actual story of the game to get to end game. Um, yeah. I guarantee there's going to be some guys out there that are like. <laughs> they're going to be done within the first few hours. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be blazing through and grinding, grinding to get to that end game. It's all about the content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I, so. Well, I was just going to throw in there. Um, because, uh, Mike Gamble did tweet out one other thing, or was it Ben Irving? <sighs> I don't know. They, they, they do so much uh, tweeting, which is awesome. But uh, they did say, though the the power level curve like the gear curve is kind of set between zero and 30 um and so it, it in my mind that makes me believe that we'll all kind of level at the same progression based on the time that we go through but after level 30 that's when it the game opens up because it unlocks harder difficulty modes mm-hmm. um and then you're able to start growing your gear power much faster yeah so, yeah, between 0 and 30, which is the campaign, essentially, uh, it should be a linear type of progression. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so on to the next part. Um, so, Destiny, uh, or, okay, not Destiny. Why did I say that? Because I have it written right <laughs> so, um, so, Anthem has some competition, and uh some of it is actually surprise competition and uh the biggest competition it seems like they have is the division two and apex legends um so the the big question here is um how is anthem going to uh compare or not compare but fare with these two in the mix um is it going to be able to compete well and um where the heck did apex legends come from like this is a game i didn't even know about a week ago that i don't I, think that anybody I'm every day yeah yeah I, d- I never heard of it until uh some of the twitch streams that i was watching started playing it and i'm like what is this game and why does it look <laughs> appealing to me you yeah know? it's just i mean like fortnite was okay i mean I'm sure a lot of people love Fortnite, um, which is fine. I never got into it. I play it once in a while, um, but I I love Apex. Like I love Apex. Um, and then I've been watching a lot of uh, videos on the Division Two because a lot of people have been able to get their hands on it. 
And the Division 2 looks pretty awesome. I'm not going to yeah, lie. It does. Um, it has some really cool end game. It seems like they fix a lot of problems from the first one. Well, yeah, least. and that's what I was going to say. I mean, the Division 1 was a pretty big hit. Um, it kind of died off relatively quick. But the Division mm-hmm. 2, it looks like they've they've changed things quite a bit to make it a lot better game. The so. Division 1 that's campaign exciting. and story was really good. Like, oh, I really liked it. Oh, yeah. But the end game, like they said, or the activities, it just sort of died. Like, it literally felt like you hit a wall and you're like, okay, what do I do? Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. well I was watching a uh uh or I was reading an article where the the head developer uh for the division 2 said that in the division 1 they were shocked at how fast everybody burned down the uh the campaign in division <laughs> 1. They just blazed through it. And then That's I think it, it just kind of caught them off guard, but it seems like they've at least on paper, they've fixed a lot of those problems and made the game more of an end game type game. Yeah. Um, but I mean, how do you guys think Anthem's going to do with these other two games? I mean, they're... honestly, I think Anthem's going to be fine. Um, it's got such a unique, different game style than the others that, that people are drawn to. Uh, the fact that you're flying around in a suit is just awesome. And I think yeah. that's 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 one huge thing that's gonna set Anthem apart and gonna draw the crowd in. Yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree. Anthem is a new game. I mean, it 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 has so many pieces of lots of different stuff that we've played and genres, but it's its own thing. So there's really nothing to compare it to. And I honestly, I think it'll do fine. Just just like Kendall said. Um, it's it's not going to be a progression that we're used to, or at least I have that feeling, but it'll be something, I, I'm hoping, it'll be something that I can play, pick up, put down if I need to, you know, I won't feel bad switching or playing another game. If I wanted to go play some Apex for a few hours, I won't feel like I'll be far behind or that I will have to grind to catch up. You know, it's, it like feels like it's on your girlfriend. Yeah, I, I, I want it. I'm hoping it's like the home I can go to, but it's not the one I have to just work. You know, it, it'll be it'll be what I do after work type right. situation. Yeah. Like for, for me, Apex is a great game and I'm loving it right now. But it's mainly because we're in a game drought. Like there's nothing <laughs> oh, yeah, that I'm yeah. really interested in. I mean, I could go on Destiny 2 and go do a forge for like 10 hours and get nothing. but Or I could play Apex. But Apex, it, it's like uh, it's like your rebound girlfriend. You know, you, you just got out of a serious relationship. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> so you just got out of a serious relationship. And in between serious relationships, you just have like you know this girl that you hang out with that's fun but you know it's pretty much probably not going to go anywhere and it just bridges the gap to your next one that's kind of how i feel i feel like destiny 2 is like our our x and apex is the rebound and then anthem's going to be the next serious relationship 
But if, <laughs> if anyone is come up with these things <laughs> <laughs> from, from my brilliant brain, that's the analogies you gotta love. If, them. Any, if anyone is offended at those comments, Hashtag hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> analogy King. No, but seriously, I don't think Apex is something that I could play like I play Destiny. Like, yeah. you know, I got deep into the story. I want to do every activity. Apex is something that I do when. Like I'm done have, working. You're just bored. Yeah. My house is asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. There is no story really to Apex. Yes, it's the developers of of Titanfall. Uh, it's in the Titanfall world, um, but it's it's like every match is a new start. But you it, know, it's it's weird too. There's like, like when you first come into Apex in the map. There's like two dinosaurs like hanging out in the ocean. <laughs> Just You're like random like, things. Weird what are they? Dinosaurs. Yeah, like yeah. why did they put two dinosaurs yeah. there? What does that have to do with uh, nobody actual knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so but I, yeah, like you said, like <clears throat> I don't think that Apex is meant to be a, a huge game. It is it is very popular right now, but I don't think that it was meant to be. If that makes sense. Yeah. It. It's like it's like the yeah it's the game you play in between games yeah but it yeah. is it is fun because I mean I'm never I was never really a fan of battle royale it's a cool concept but I I could never really play that mode until Apex and the thing is I'm not good at these like player versus player type situations where you have to react quickly but I've been able to play it and and I've you know. Me and Kendall and randoms, we've been able to win games, which I think means the game has been balanced really well. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's a great game. So, it's a great game, and I think it'll be around for a long time, and a lot of yeah. people will play it. But I, me personally, I would rather play Anthem. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm, I, I'm I definitely like the looking story. forward to Anthem. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then as far as the Division Two, like. I know they've made a lot of fixes, but ultimately it's a sequel. And, yeah. and you know, a lot of people played the first one and they might not play the second one because of their experience with the end game in the first one. Yeah. Um, and so Anthem might take precedent over yes. Division 2, especially where Division 2 doesn't come out until next month. Yeah, I um, personally, I'm going to be waiting on Division 2 just... I've bought in too many games beforehand. I kind of want to see, kind of want to see what the reception is before I buy it. Yeah, I'll probably well, sequel sequels are really hard to do. <laughs> so that's why, like, it's it's either gonna hit really good and be a really great game, or it's gonna flop. You know, so yeah. it, they're really hard. There's a very fine line in within. In games and sequels so. well one thing that i'm just a little worried about is when when battlefield one dropped titanfall 2 dropped at the same time right and titanfall 2 was an excellent game i love the campaign i love multiplayer i still jump on and play it once in a while um but a lot of people didn't buy it because they went in on battlefield one yeah Two so, big game launches relatively next to each other. 
yeah it's not so, good <laughs> so i'm worried I, honestly i'm worried because apex they had what 10 million players in the first three days and yeah. i'm worried that it might uh it might take away from ea's other big title anthem um especially where apex is free yeah. but at the same time i just don't feel like it has like that depth that people are looking for right now in between games i don't know right yeah i i, I don't i don't know it's all it's all up in the air at this point <laughs> you know if, if you've been playing anthem for 10 hours well first off stop eat some food and take a nap but you, you can go play in that Apex. order. Yeah, you, you can go play Apex. You know, a yeah. few rounds, get your mind thinking on something else, and then go back to Anthem. And and it's it feels like one of those games instead of something you just becomes your life, unless you're really competitive and it is your life. Um, but then at that point, you're playing in fifty thousand dollar tournaments, and you know, don't listen to us. Yeah. Go go order a cataclysmic fast food value. <laughs> oh jeez, here we <laughs> go. Going down. back. <laughs> yeah. you, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's it. Um, so once again, we just want to thank everybody for listening. The response has been beyond our wildest dreams, and we are super thankful for you subscribing and listening. Um, please contact us through Twitter or email and, uh, give us suggestions on what we can do better. I mean, none of us are professional podcast makers. We're all, we're just, <laughs> we, we just love Anthem and want to talk about it. Um, so if you have suggestions, let us know. And then also if you, uh, get a minute, just, uh, we'd really appreciate a five-star rating and then write us a review. Tell us what you think. That. That's it. Yeah. Thank <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs>